0: We have one more grade to give out in our report card series. That's to the Mariners ownership. We'll also discuss the impending free agencies of Tom Murphy and Teoscar Hernandez coming up here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby in it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. This is Titan Gonzales and Colby patnode for the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 back and bonus bets guaranteed. Visit slash locked on. That's L O C K D O N to get yourself started. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube. Or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link, as well as our social accounts, is in the description of this episode. And on the show today, we'll hand out our 2023 grade to Mariner's ownership and discuss the impending free agencies of both Teoscar Hernandez, Tom Murphy, do the mayors bring them back? What's it going to cost, et cetera. But let's start with the Mariners ownership and more specifically, John Stanton. We were planning on wrapping up our grades yesterday, uh, but we decided to call an audible at the end because Colby wanted more time to talk about Stanton. So Colby, you said, I just need to give you the floor and get out of your way. So I'm going to do <laughs> just that. Have fun.
1: Yeah, I guess we'll just start right off the top here. The grade is an F minus, and it's only an F minus because I can't go any lower. Uh, John Stanton is a guy who loves to be the center of attention when things are going well. Look at Ichiro Hall of Fame weekend. Look at Felix Hall of Fame weekend. He loves to be the guy giving interviews after the Mariners break their playoff drought. But he doesn't really like to be held accountable, which makes a ton of sense because he's a billionaire. He's never been accountable for anything in his entire life. This guy. Loves to tell people, all I care about is winning. I want to win. And we have zero evidence to suggest that that's true. None. Zero. Zip. Here's the beauty of this narrative, John. You can change it in one offseason. You absolutely can. But you're not going to. Because this is a team that has proven time and time again, whether it was the Howard Lincoln-led group or whether it's you, that you care about profit a little bit more than you care about winning. Oh, you want to win, but not if it gets in the way of my profit. I have to make money in order for me to want to win. My wanting to win is conditional on the fact that I can turn a profit because I don't really care about anything else but money. I've proven it time and time and time again. Like when you're one of the most profitable teams in baseball last year, and what did you do? Oh, we we made this $10,000 all Star Club thing that no no fan whoever listens to this show will ever sit in, like oh we we put out a, a parking lot we bought a bar across the street these are all things that are great for fans you know what's better for fans John winning baseball games pretending that you give a crap about anything that's happening with the baseball organization instead of this like oh I want to win more than anything as you go on 710 once a year and they lob you softballs because they're afraid that they're gonna you know upset this this owner, well, I don't care about upsetting you because frankly, you're a coward. We've been over this before. You're a bum. You are a plague to the Seattle Mariners. You can change it in an instant just like that. You have the money. You've made plenty of money from buying this team. Don't tell me you don't have the money. Don't tell me that. Oh, well, we had to pinch a little bit. You pinched in 2020, you pinched in 2021, and you've kind of pinched in the last two off seasons. You have the money. Spend it. Of course, you have the money. Get out of Jerry's way. And when Jerry comes to you and says, We want to do this, you say, How much is the check? And you write the damn check. That is your job as the owner. Shut up, sit down, hand out the checks. That is it. I don't need to see you on 710. I don't need to hear you tell people, I love winning so much. I just want to win a World Series. BS. You haven't shown us. You've said it. Now you have to show us. It's not rocket science. You have had the opportunity the last two off seasons to push your poker chips into the middle and to, sh- to say, I am all in on this team. I want to win. That is what I care about. What did you choose and said? Maximize profits. That's what you care about because that's all the evidence we have. All you care about is that you want to maximize your profits. That's it. If you happen to win great more money, but you're not willing to spend more money to get more money. And that's a shame. Because let me tell you something, John. You may own the team, it doesn't belong to you. It's my team. It's Ty's team. It's everybody who listens to the show's team. You bought it, doesn't mean you own it. You have a responsibility to the city, to this fan base, to this organization, to the players in the freaking clubhouse to back up what you've been saying for the last six years that I want to win a World Series. That's all I care about. Prove it. This isn't difficult. Put your money where your mouth is, or at least do us all the courtesy of shutting the hell up and sitting down. Just zip it. We're not stupid. Okay. Stop treating the fans like they're idiots. And they're like, oh, well, you should be grateful that I I made this diamond club for you that none of you will ever be able to afford to sit in. Oh, I bought this bar across the street. Cool. Awesome. Am I going to spend the money that that makes on the baseball product? No, of course not. That's going right in my pocket. You're not running this this team at a loss. Stop it. Stop pretending like oh, there are oh, there's so many expenses that we couldn't foresee. You know exactly how much you need. You know exactly how much you're going to make. And you know for a fact that you have made money that is just unfathomable to everybody else on this planet. You've made it tenfold since you bought this team. Stop lying. Start cutting the checks. Get out of Jerry's way. And if Jerry doesn't want to spend your money, then you fire Jerry and you find somebody who wants to. It's not rocket science. You don't get to be, oh, look at me. I'm Mr. Popular. I saved the Mariners. I, I got them to the playoffs. Who cares? World Series or bust. Or if your goal is not to win the World Series, then stop saying it is. You're a bum. You're a you're a plague. You're pathetic. You're a liar. Like, what more do you want? You are a liar. If you're telling us that I want to win the world series and yet you're still choosing to maximize your profits over going out and getting a damn middle reliever for 7 million bucks. What is it pick either? Let Jerry do the job or shut the hell up and sit down. Stop lying to fans. Stop telling them you care about this. When all of your actions say you don't it's time. It is time. It was time last year, but you know what? Since you didn't do it last year, here's the beauty of it. You can do it again this year and nobody will care. Do it this year. Push your chips into the middle. It's time for you to say, we're the Seattle Mariners. We're here. We're going to spend. We are here. We want to win the World Series. Enough of this falling one or two games back and just, oh, well, you know, nothing we could really do. Oh, you know, we, we just couldn't find the right deal. Find it. Spend the money. It's so beyond insulting that you sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, we really do want to win the World Series. Meanwhile, you're running payrolls that are in the the twentieth, seventeenth highest payroll in baseball. When you're the twelfth highest media market, when you have this gorgeous city, when you've hosted all, when you've hosted playoff games, when you've hosted the All Star game, when you have the money to renovate, you know the, where the rich people sit in T-Mobile Park, and you have the money to buy property in downtown Seattle, but you don't have the money to go out and build a team that's gonna win a hundred games, so that we don't have to do this thing every other year where it's like, Oh, we go to game One Sixty One, and maybe they make it. Maybe things go their way and they don't. This is the time right now. You missed your shot last year. You did. You missed. Don't miss again. I'm not asking for you to spend a hundred million dollars in additional payroll, but you know what? You have the money. So why not? I'm asking you to get out of Jerry's way, give him the checks that he needs and let him do his job. And if you can't do that, go away forever. Hide in the darkness, hide in the shadows. I don't want to see you when they if they ever win a World Series. I don't want to hear you on seven ten because you know what? if you're not willing to answer the tough questions, your appearances to the media are absolutely worthless. Go hide in the corner and let Jerry take all the arrows for you, just like you did at the end of the year press conference. Right. go away. put up or shut up. Those are your options. I'll take either one, honestly.
0: So grade
1: f minus f
0: f minus f-. absolutely absolutely, yeah, allowing Jerry to take your arrows for you after evidently restricting him and and Justin Hollander and then not even having the gall to come out after that disaster of a press conference and issue some form of retraction as the owner, as the face of the mariner's organization. After you sat there behind the cameras, as that disaster of a press conference happened as well, again, that all goes back to what you were saying with, he loves being in front of the camera when things are great. But when things are, are bad, he's off hiding in the back behind the cameras. Literally hiding. Literally hiding. Literally in, hiding. In the room, he not willing to there. get in front of the cameras. He should have been up there, along with Jerry DiPoto and Justin Hollander and Scott Service, or by himself. Mm-hmm. and that end your presser jerry shouldn't have been taking all the heat jerry shouldn't have been taking all the questions that's not to you know absolve jerry of what he did and what he said and the and the timing of the way that uh, of, of the things that he said and the way that he phrased the things that he said but stanton should have been up there as well and after jerry basically embarrass the organization and by virtue of the fan base on a national scale, Stanton should have come out and said something. And he didn't. And that's just one of many things on a long list of issues that I have with Stanton. And really, like, I didn't really care about Stanton. I didn't know enough about Stanton until really the Kevin Mather thing happened. And that's when this really started to begin for me, and I and I recognize from that point forward, like, yeah, this this guy, uh, he doesn't have a clue, <laughs> just to put it lightly. There's some other things that I would like to say about him, but that's uh, more for the Patreon show. <laughs> but yeah, F minus for Mister Stanton and the Mariners ownership group. Do better. Do better. All right. Let's, uh, let's switch gears here. Let's talk more about the baseball ops side of things. Let's talk about free agency. Teoscar Hernandez and Tom Murphy, those are two of the mayor's top free agents heading into this winter. We're going to be going over them in just a moment, but first, a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast is brought to you by Jace Medical. Modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jace Medical is your solution for that. Just fill out our online form and one of our board-certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then they will send your prescriptions to one of our partner pharmacies where your Jace order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. Everyone should feel empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using the promo code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E-Medical.com. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Before we get into the free agency previews for both Teoscar Hernandez and Tom Murphy on today's show, quick reminder: Colby is giving away some stuff. Colby, what are you giving away?
1: Apparently, nothing. Uh, you slackers. So uh, if we do get to 9,500 uh, by the end, of, or by what Tuesday? Yep. Tuesday's show. I'll give one of you this Matt Brash card, but you're not getting there. Sorry, Monday show. It's Monday show. Okay. Well, whatever. So I doubt anybody's going to win this Bryce Miller card. I doubt anybody's going to win this Brian Wu card, and I really doubt anybody's going to win this Harry Ford card. Mm. So that's what you could win, but no, you're like mm. John Stanton. You're sitting on your butt, not willing to risk it, which is nothing to get Hiding the away. Hiding behind the cameras, too afraid to push a button and leave a comment. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But you know, if if you don't want to be John Stanton, Ty will tell you how this doesn't even cost you money. That's the beauty of it, too.
0: Yeah. You just have to subscribe to the Locked On Mariners YouTube channel, which you may be on right now. The subscribe button is right below our faces if you're watching us on YouTube right now. If you're not, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform, head on over to youtube.com, type Locked On Mariners in the search bar and hit subscribe. And then Leave a comment on one of our episodes, including this one, dating back to last Tuesday and in between that time and uh, Monday, and uh, you'll be entered automatically for a chance to win one of those cards. But again, we have to reach some subscriber goals in order for Colby to give away those cards. So at 9,500, he's giving away the Matt Brash card. At 9,750, he's giving away the Bryce Miller card. At 10,000, he's giving away the Brian Wu card. And at 10250 he's giving away the Harry Ford card. But you guys got to pick it up. I'm telling you. You got to pick it up. These are dope cards. You want these cards. So tell a friend. Tell your enemy. Put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Share, share, share the news that we're running this giveaway with all the Mariners fans that you know. So we can give these cards away. Because I love it when Colby has to give away his stuff. It is glorious. It is amazing. Full terms and conditions for this giveaway down in the description of this episode. So, Colby, Teoscar Hernandez. Is there any world where you're willing to bring back Teoscar Hernandez? No. Really? Not
1: really. Yeah. I mean, like, if he wants a one-year, eight million bucks, sure. Right. But that's but... not going to happen. No, I'm not offering him the qualifying offer. I'm not giving him $15 million. Like, no, he's a player who's on the decline. At least that's how it looks. Uh, he magically hit 30 years old and he's had, you know, his worst seasons in a couple of years and back to back years. Uh, strikeout rates are going up. He's chasing more. Defense is getting worse. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm I'm not interested. I mean, is it a disaster if they bring him back on like a one year? $14 million deal? No, it's not a disaster. Um, but I don't view that as an upgrade. I'm obviously not. Cause he was just here. Like it, it's, you still need two everyday bats, uh, even if you re-sign Oscar. So I think I can do better for the $14 million. Um, I can go get a, you know, a high leverage reliever or two. I can go get, yeah. you know, a, a high leverage reliever and a platoon partner or a fourth outfielder, somebody who could play some defense. I could go get a starting pitcher for fourteen million dollars. I could do better for fourteen million dollars than Teoscar Hernandez. And I'm assuming, and again, that's best case scenario, is that he's willing to take one year and fourteen million. I'm not willing to give him twenty million on a QO. I'm not willing to give him multiple years. Like I'm, I'm out. I'm out. So, uh, you know, thanks for everything you did, Teo. Uh, there were some good moments. There were a lot of bad. Uh, I don't dislike you. I, I don't think you're necessarily an issue in the clubhouse. I haven't heard that um, yep. from anybody. Like, I, I I don't have any ill ill will towards Teoscar Hernandez. I just don't want him on my baseball team next year. I feel like I can do better. So again, we're, unless we're talking about his market tanks and it's one year eight to ten million dollars, like no thanks. I think I can do better.
0: I'm very interested to hear what you think he might actually wind up getting on the on the free agent market this winter.
1: Um pretty poor class, although corner outfield's not terrible. So uh-huh. um overall though the bats they lack. Uh but again, second year in a row on a decline, strikes out a lot. Uh def quickly heading towards DH only. Um I think Mitch Haniger, like what Hanniger got, if if you maxed out Hanniger's deal, I think that's uh-huh. probably about uh what he can expect. Um, maybe a bit more because he's been durable, uh, at the very Mm. least, which Mitch has not. So I think he probably maxes out three and 50, somewhere in that range, maybe because it's a bad class. Maybe it's four and 65 or something like that. Uh, Mm. but, uh, he's not, he's not getting a hundred million dollars. No, I I doubt he even gets 75 million, but,
0: uh, which is also another reason that you wouldn't want to give him the qualifying offer or why it's really not worth like the reward of giving him the qualifying offer and him signing elsewhere is not really worth it worth the risk of him taking that one year 20 million dollars from you right
1: no because assuming he has the qualifying offer attached to him Mm. he's probably getting less than that even right less than what i just said and and he has to sign for more than 50 million dollars for you to get a, a pick at the end of the second round uh, right. if he has a QO attached to him, he's not signing. He's not getting that. Um, and so then your reward for the risk is a pick after the fourth round after about 160 players have gone off the board. No, nah, I'm good.
0: Yeah, I don't want to be that... stuck
1: paying him $20 million for, a you know, a shot at. Yeah. Brock
0: I Road. mean, if the Mariners have endless money, sure. I'm willing to take another flyer on, on Tao, but they don't, they Either don't man. have endless money. And 20 million dollars is probably going to you know if we're being realistic here is probably going to take a decent chunk out of what uh jerry has available to him uh to spend this offseason so you're not really getting better there if you're essentially spending a good chunk of the money available to you to just run it back
1: yeah i mean like i said i i know i can i can go get a really solid platoon of guys who can play defense Mm. and you know get on base walk i know i can go get that for less than $20 million certainly. So yeah, uh, I just, I, I, I'm not willing to run the risk that he understands how bad his market is and he takes it Uh, again. Is it a disaster? No, there's no such thing as a disastrous one year deal. Uh, That that doesn't exist. Like if it's just one year, take a shot. Sure. Why not? Um, But no, I'm not willing to do it at $20 million and I'm not willing to run the risk that he accepts a $20 million offer so that I can get another shot at Brock Roden or, or, um, you know, it, it, this isn't a very good draft class either. Early into early reports say it's not a great draft class. Uh, sure, you kind of sure. have to wait and see, but having an extra pick in the middle of of day two, not really worth twenty million dollars. Not really worth that gamble.
0: Yeah, if I had to guess, he's going back home though. He's going back to the Blue Jays. Kevin Kiermaier is a free agent. I think that the Far Show is probably going to be their center fielder, so they're going to need a corner outfielder. I think Teo is going back to Toronto. If I had to uh, put money on it all right let's talk about tom murphy's impending free agency in just a moment but first a reminder this episode of the locked on mirrors podcast is brought to you by fanduel october baseball is back folks and you can make your postseason debut with fanduel america's number one sports book join fanduel today and you'll get started with 200 dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first five dollar bet just visit fanduel.com locked on that's l-o-c-k-d-o-n to create your new account and you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game and if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a win predict what will happen in the next at bat with quick bets so head on over to fanduel.com locked on right now step up to the plate this postseason with 200 in bonus bets guaranteed make every moment more with fanduel official sports betting partner of major league baseball And you're listening to the Locked on podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. So we just talked about Teoscar Hernandez's impending free agency. Now we're talking about Tom Murphy's impending free agency. This one is very interesting because when Murphy was healthy this year, he was one of the best hitting catchers in all of baseball. Struggled a bit defensively, specifically in terms of defending the run game. A lot of stolen bases allowed. I think he only had one caught stealing to 27 stolen bases allowed this year. Uh, So that's not very good. And then yet another injury cropped up for him, unfortunately, and he wasn't able to end the season uh, healthy. So what do we think Murphy is going to get on this market, Colby?
1: Yeah. Uh, The injuries are a real concern. He's had, what, three of the last four seasons cut short by injury, uh, significant ones. Um, and he's not even a guy who's playing every day and he's still getting hurt. So, uh, I think when you kind of look at the catcher market, there, there are a few guys out there, uh, certainly, um, you know, and, and I think at this stage, because mostly because of the injuries, uh, Murphy is viewed as a pure backup. You can't trust him to be your primary catcher, uh, in the, the free agent class, not terrible, a lot of backup types. Um, but I think you kind of look at what, uh, Uh, you kind of look at what, uh, Luke, uh, just got, uh, he got one year, 3.5 million. Uh, is a backup, uh, who, you know, not as good offensively as, as Tom, but, uh, you know, apparently, uh, pretty good defensively. So I think you just kind of look in general, what backup catchers get, you know, I think Zanino got, what, what did Zanino get? He got like two and 10 or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think you look at guys who are primary backups, uh, guys who have injury history. I think that Maley's three point five mil is probably the floor. Uh, but I don't think the ceiling's that much higher. I I think, you know, if somebody's willing to give Tom Murphy seven million dollars, you probably say goodbye and, and you you find somebody else. But uh mm. if he's, you know, within three point five, if he's, you know a million bucks more than that or, or something like that. I think you're, you're definitely interested because there is a, uh, there's also a leadership, uh, bonus here. Uh, Murphy is by all accounts, like really important in that clubhouse. So, uh, Mm -hmm. I, I think that's, I think that, you know, you, you do what you can and, and there's definitely a limit, but if Tom wants 5 million bucks, I I think it's probably worth that. If if he starts talking six, seven, eight, I think you're out and, and you just try and find somebody else. But, uh, Mainly, I think at three point five is is probably a, a good place to start from, and and then you kind of try and factor in everything that Tom brings to the table, and everything he doesn't. So, uh, I I think four and a half five million bucks is is probably going to get it done.
0: Yeah, that's also probably the ceiling for me. uh Once we get beyond that five million dollar mark, because again, we're trying to live in reality here. Jerry Depoto and Justin Hollander aren't going to have endless amounts of money here, so you got to be smart about how those funds and if it gets into the six seven eight million dollar range that might cut into your ability to sign a you know a high leverage reliever which we said or sure actually i think we talked about that on tomorrow's episode which we recorded yesterday but that's a that's a very important thing that you and i both think mm-hmm. the the mayors need to get very aggressive on uh, this yeah. winter so um yeah so so if it impacts other things if it gets to a point where it's going to impact other things that you're uh that you're trying to do this offseason then I'm probably out uh but obviously yeah like you mentioned he's so important to the Mariners on a on a leadership uh perspective um by all accounts and again when he's healthy you know the last couple of years he's been very good hitting wise mm-hmm. defensively is another question but hitting wise he's been one of the best hitting catchers in all of baseball for for a little while now I mean for the last three of four seasons that he's played in uh, he's been very productive at the plate. Now, last year, you know, 2022 was only like 14 games, but he was really good in those 14 games. Um, yeah. And this year, you know, minimum 140 plate appearances amongst all catchers. Uh, he was third in WRC Plus with a 140 WRC Plus. He was just trailing Luis Campisano and uh, Yiner Diaz in that uh, in that department. So, um, yeah, like if you get Murphy back, I mean, you have, as long as he can stay healthy, you have one of the best catch- catching situations in all of baseball. Um, mm-hmm. if not the best in terms of like just a one-two punch, say, right? Yeah, I would say yeah. the
1: best uh, because both yeah. those guys can hit and they both complement each other perfectly. Cal is much better against righties. Tom is much better against lefties. Like yeah. they, it's 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 the ideal situation for your catcher. If you felt good that Tom Murphy could play in, in 70 games, you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we'll see how that factors in. But, you know, just a quick look at the at the market. Uh, for catchers, Jorge Alfaro, Tucker Barnhart, Victor Carantini, Kirk Casale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mitch Garver, <laughs> probably too expensive. Jan Gomes. We'll see. Eric Haas has had some big years uh, in the past, not so much mm-hmm. this last year. Yes, Monte Grandal. Um, you know, yeah, uh, these are all backups. Hedges, Maldonado, Carlos yeah. Perez, Manny Pena. Uh, Definitely
0: not Maldonado.
1: No, Gary Sanchez uh, and Mike Zanino. Yeah. By the way, Zanino's deal last year, uh, six million bucks. So, hmm. you know, I, I think that's probably a bit too much because Murphy's a better hitter, certainly. Yeah. Zanino is at least available every day, and Zanino's a better defender. So yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if, if they brought back Zanino. Uh if Murphy says no or if Murphy signs elsewhere. I think Zanino makes some sense. It's a guy who has crushed lefties in the past, but Oh, boy. <laughs> Talk about how important it is to eliminate strikeouts, which I think is overblown, but Jerry said it publicly. And then you bring in yeah. Mike Zanino. Might as well bring in Joey Gallo while you're at it.
0: Yeah, I, I love Big Z, though. So if they if they brought back Z, I, I'd be totally for it.
1: Emergency <laughs> podcast when they do it. Even if yeah. it's a minor league deal.
0: Yeah, 100%. We will
1: bring back Junino. Junino.
0: Yeah, Junino. Yeah, Junino. Junino. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was very June good in July. that month of June.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty June. sure it was, it was June. June. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because like the, the pun doesn't work if it's July.
1: July. no, I mean, no. Yeah. It, it was June. Yeah. It was June. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for our show. Uh, before we get out of here, question of the day for you guys What is your favorite Halloween movie? Not the series, just any Halloween themed movie. And no, not any horror movie. I want to make that very clear. It has to specifically be centered around Halloween. So, what is your favorite? Halloween, Harry Potter movie. I mean, is there a Halloween part? Yeah, the first one, Troll yeah, yeah, yeah. the Dungeon.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, there you go. Sorcerer's Stone Town. counts.
0: Halloween yeah. Town. Halloween there you go. Town. Disney Channel. Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Nightmare Before oh, yeah. Christmas would oh, be my okay. choice.
1: There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does Does Coco count? Because that's not Halloween, but it's like a very similar like it Festival. has to be
0: centered around how
1: well no it I, I make my own rules i choose coco all right coco actually i haven't i haven't best. seen
0: i haven't seen i haven't seen coco to be honest with you
1: yeah it is the okay. best non-toy story pixar movie okay ever.
0: all right i need to i need to get on that. so i've i've missed yeah. out i've i've missed out on the last few pixar movies so i don't actually know, you know if I, there's like a halloween my question celebration the day, what's
1: the best pixar movie
0: all right, there Boom. you go. So, Answer best Halloween one. and best Pixar movie. Leave them down in the comments below. Actually, it's not best; it's favorite, which are two very different things. I want to make that distinction?
1: Okay, fine. It feels like you, what? the best should be your favorite, but whatever. Mm. If you think it's the best, I, you probably I feel think like it's
0: your I feel like best is more of an objective thing, whereas favorite could be like it could be your favorite for multiple reasons, oh, like so. nostalgia. Hmm
1: yeah Which, like nostalgia shouldn't ties. play into an that's why objective it ties discussion. a spider-man one stand even
0: though it's like the worst spider-man movie Sp- spider-man 2 though is like fire
1: spider-man 2 movie. is like the fifth best spider-man movie anyways this we'll really see you guys, not, guys next time really
0: thank you so much for joining us here on the locked on mirrors podcast for colby patnode i'm Tiding gonzalez be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dan Gonzalez, S-D-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's cpat 11 You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day. We'll see you next time. Peace.